1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to I'd Sooner Forget This, a podcast where guests share with you something from their past. Like when I was 15, I wrote a poem called 23, which went like this. Now look at me today's my 23rd birthday i'm rich no longer poor but with you i still can't score i'm 27 and none of that stuff has happened <laughs> i'm daryl smith and with me today is comedian and podcaster john McInnes. hello john just very quickly i did pronounce your surname right McInnes. boom you boom. nailed it all right that's good a lot of people don't nail it you nailed it uh, surnames stress me out because I, because def- you're a Smith. Yeah. People are always getting it wrong. <laughs>
2: exactly. <that>. Smith. <laughs> um. So, John, what have you brought with you today? This will be hard to explain all in one, but like a a student council presidential campaign that I ran <laughs> in 2007, I think. So a number of like posters that are trying to entice people to vote for me as student council president for Glasgow Caledonian University. And I think it's important to
1: know what the name of the campaign was.
2: Mm. The greatest political campaign ever ran.
1: (laughs) I think we should look at one of the posters before we find out about the context mm. of this this campaign
2: that you went for. Sure. Is there any you have a particular interest in knowing about?
1: <laughs> uh, I think the first one that we'll look at is the, the least
2: offensive, I think. <laughs> so, describe what we're looking at. So, this is a technical drawing of uh, a camshaft, which has, like, the sort of... Graphical communication design showing the insides of it, the various diameters. It's a mechanical drawing of a piece of metal that says, unacceptable, vote for John. The, the number four, not four.
1: So, uh, <laughs> what I need to know is, were you being serious?
2: Did you actually want to be president? No, I didn't register to run. <laughs> <laughs> I... So I guess the best way to describe this as it was The year, 2007. The place, Glasgow Caledonian University. The cafeteria. I saw people putting up signs for, like, student president. People are running for student president. And that just made me mad. Because I have no respect for the idea of, like, student elections. Like, it seems... Certainly at the time, it seemed like an entirely worthless thing to do. Apart from, like, for a CV... But even then, that would be like putting on your CV, look at me, I'm a big nerd. (laughs) So I just, for having such a healthy disrespect for the institution of democracy, I decided to just put up my own campaigns and run as a write-in candidate (laughs) and hope that, on the assumption that almost nobody will vote. Because this isn't like, like, I'm a PhD student now, so I go to the University of Bristol. And they take student elections seriously. Like, there's a lot of people involved. The student union is big. Glasgow Caledonia University, I believe, is like 150th ranked in the UK. It's a small university. Nobody gives a shit. At all. So just to waste some time, I started making, like, some comedic vote for John posters. So are you putting
1: these around the whole
2: university? Yes, including like lecture rooms and labs, like <laughs> not just the cafeteria, like places where there shouldn't be advertisements. Toilets, obviously, men's and the ladies. You know, I'm going for both demographics.
1: Uh, were people helping you um, do this?
2: Yes, me and some of my friends on my course. Steve, shout out to Steve. He actually helped create a couple of these. Um... Yeah, it was just something to distract us, but it took up a lot of our time because we put on, like, hundreds plus.
1: <laughs> did you have a
2: a feeling that you would like to win? I thought that would be the funniest possible outcome, but I didn't think it would be a thing. An important question to ask, did you win? No, not even a bit. I don't think I was even mentioned in the others. Others won, like... 1%. I did not win. You should have saved that for the end. That would have been the big bombshell. Well, I,
1: I I've, I've thought it was an important question to ask after looking at that, uh, that photo. You think,
2: you think that hurt our campaign?
1: <laughs> I, I would suggest exactly that. Oh. Uh. I, I, I've not realised this. <laughs> um, so... Are there mo- so you've you've given me about there's about ten of the posters that you've mm. um,
2: that you produced. Did you make more than this? Yeah, these are just the ones that my mate Steve like sent me. Like he found them on his phone. He was like, "Hey, remember that?" So I was like, "Oh yeah." And there are some that I I'm certain with did, but aren't in that collection. It must have been ones that like I made, or ones that I made and didn't give to Steve. Because one of them I definitely remember was, like, there was somebody running who was like, Paddy for president. And then I put up a number of posters, was like, is Paddy associated with the IRA? I'm not ass- I'm not saying that. I'm just asking questions. Vote for John. Wow. <laughs> Which seems, again, wildly funny to see a name Paddy and assume that they're a part of the IRA. Were you intentionally trying to cause offence? Probably, yeah. Yes, in large part, yes. Not, not offence. More outrage.
1: So, I you, you kind of alluded to it before, but you were kind of trying to make the campaign look like a joke. Yes, as in, like everyone else's, the mm. whole thing of people voting for people to become president was a joke. Yeah, that's that's.
2: Largely, actually, still, what I think about student elections. They're so stupid. There's no actual power to each student president. Like, it seems so stupid to put a lot of effort into that kind of thing. I was I was trying to undermine a democratically elected position. And in, in that sense, I achieved everything I wanted for this campaign. <laughs> in other senses... There were negative outcomes. I'm sure a lot of people were offended by some of these campaigns, these, some of these posters.
1: Um, And did you did you not get into any form of trouble for doing it?
2: No. One lecturer was annoyed that we put it up in his laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> did he know that it was you guys who had put it up? I mean, he couldn't make anything stick, but he clearly assumed it was us. I mean, I did put my name on it. But there are other Johns, which is my justification. Like, other people are called John. Oh, you were just putting
1: your name down as John for all of it. Mm. So could people even
2: vote for it? I mean, I know that you... People just... could not never vote for me. <laughs> there was a write-in candidate section, and you can vote John <laughs> in that part. I don't know what happens if John wins. I feel like everybody called John at that point has won. Yeah. Just take turns, so long as you're
1: called John. Exactly. Have a go. Um, So let's look at another one um, of
2: these photos. Explain what we're looking at here. Here we have the iconic Arnold Schwarzenegger and his role as the Terminator. At the top of that image is, I need your clothes, your boots, and your votes. (laughs) At the bottom, just says John. We didn't even put vote for at this point. (laughs) It seems... If you didn't know there was (laughs) an election happening, it would have been very confusing. (laughs) So there was a a group of you all making these? Mainly me and Steve, but also Ian a bit. Just people who were on our course. Engineers. Such lads. Such lads. I put up the first couple and then they realised they also could do that, but would not put their own names on. So came up with their own ideas and put up posters. And just went under the bracket of John. Under the generic bracket of John. (laughs) So at the time, how did you feel about the posters that you were making? Slightly nervous, but mostly just having a laugh. I wasn't really doing comedy at this point. Like, this was my comedic output at this point. Um, Nowadays, probably more ashamed of it, more than anything. But I, like... Uh, I I like that. I tried to do something. I had a real purpose, which was not offending people, but like using offensive comedy to undermine democracy.
1: Um, and we were you doing anything else similar to this at the time?
2: No, not really. No, this was this was the the outright. For thing that I was doing in terms, well, I've never ran for office. If that's what you're implying, <laughs> this was my only political campaign.
1: Um, I, I meant more like, um, say, comedic posters or any
2: any kind of comedy output. I was into serious music at that point. I was way more doing music. I did like did the tour of the UK with a band. Not a tour of you, went to London and then a couple of places outside of London, and that was it. What kind of music? Um, sad folk. Sad folk music. And in that tour, in that band, I played in one gig, or like in most gigs, but like for not one band. They would like drums, organ, bass, and guitar, all in one gig. I was kind of a utility player in that band, so that was fun. Wow. Mm. So how long did you do that for? I did music for years. I was in that band for only about a year. Um, Until probably I moved down to England Then left all my bandmates behind and did my own stuff a little bit. Then it just became too much work. So you don't play anymore? I mean, I still play. But I don't make my own music or anything. Not really. I've got some albums in the oven, but I'm never going to finish them.
1: So you've you've recorded stuff or you've written stuff and you're never going to... Well, at the moment, you're not pursuing... I'm not pursuing
2: them actively. I've just got a bunch of, like, takes and demos. I've got a bunch of takes for an album and demos for the album after that. Why did you stop? It's just too hard. It's just too hard to do it yourself. It's not super hard. I just get more interested, I guess, in comedy and, like, spending that time on music. Music is a... like, it's harder to quantify how you're doing in music, I would say, because another friend of mine who does pretty much the same thing and has been releasing his own album for, like, eight years in a row, he's really good. He re- releases excellent albums. He's really good musically. He's a good songwriter, good singer. Like, if, if there was a level beyond, like like, below getting signed, he would be at it. I'm just like, that's so much work to release an album every year, trying like clamber for gigs and stuff like after eight years and like I'd just be so annoyed um I also did music mainly as like for my own benefit rather than like for other people, like I was interested like in what I wanted to do, but I had like an aggressive dislike of the idea that I would write something that people liked. So that isn't conducive of, like, performing, like, to an audience. Do
1: you still apply that kind of attitude to, like, comedy?
2: Yes, to some extent. I I think I've toned it down a little bit, but I do do that in my comedy. If I've got, like, a stupid idea and I can't not do it, then I'll do it. Even if I know going into it is not going to work. It just feels, like, good to... But there's so much less work you're a comedian i see several guitars on the wall behind you i assume you know the world of music and comedy it feels like comedy you can go out and do it a bit easier than music like you have to craft jokes but like writing like a good joke takes less time than writing like a good song i would probably say
1: i'd say with music as well if you're in a say if you're in a band you've got to organize yourself yeah. around loads of other people You've got loads of stuff mm. to bring with you to places. Mm. Whereas, you know, doing stand-up, you can kind of just turn up somewhere and normally they've got a mic and a PA. Yeah. Uh always. Not always.
2: Uh, not the always. level that we're
1: at. but, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you can... Sometimes just a corner on a bar. Just a corner on a bar. Yeah. No lighting difference. <laughs> just stand there and talk at people. Oh, Yeah
1: i have mean, been standing in front of the bar is is the, is the closest is the the most interesting one all come into this church we don't have drinks <laughs> um the, the first act before you is a dog um and he's killing <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking love that dog uh, and he's, he's dead like no. that yeah
1: that 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 day with the dog was um I was like oh I think I might quit. Genuinely, I was like, "This, this, do I want this?" I can't follow that dog. <laughs> I can't follow a dog. <laughs> uh.
3: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: But going back to this, does it feel like your kind of style of comedy, what you like to do is
2: prevalent in these posters? Probably not, no. Back then. So, like, I did music for ages and that was a lot of effort. It's expensive too. But I always had, like, a strong interest in comedy. Like, I... This is interesting to me now because I meet a lot of students who are doing comedy when they're, like, 18, 19, 20. Back then, like, the idea of doing comedy wasn't even a thing in my mind. Like, that's such a strange idea back then that you would you would do comedy. Like, I was a massive fan of, like, Seinfeld and, like, Mr. Show and, like, great sketches, or great sketch shows and improv comedy. But this was, like, the sum total that I could imagine doing comedy, which was, like, putting up silly posters with almost no context. <laughs> <laughs> For the amusement of me and maybe just one or two other people who would go, like, ho Did you want people
1: to look at them, and was your hope that people would find them funny?
2: Yes. I don't well my hope was that people who I would be on the same page with comedically would find it funny but people who I wasn't on the same page with would like be confused and hate it. That's probably the the whole some of the intention of it. To be funny to people who I would get along with. Like, some of them some of them are just confusing, and that's funny to me. Like, <laughs> vote for me, here's a really confusing image. That, it does not relate to politics in any way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah, like, that. that's probably the overall point of it. Like, let's make fun of student elections. Here are some silly things. If you think it's funny, hey, like, here's a really funny thing. If you don't think it's funny, this is going to confuse you and alienate you. And in that sense, yes, it is probably still true to some extent to my comedy. That I do a lot of stuff which is for people who are on the same page with. If they don't like it, then they're probably going to feel quite alienated. Which is a bummer for me and them.
1: We should look at another one of these. Which one would
2: you like to look at? Let's go to the Float diagram one. So what are we <laughs> looking at here? So this is just like a map of a zoo, I okay. believe, but it's like a kind of comedic map. Um, and, and there's like specific areas, like coffee shop, restrooms, coyotes, Siberian tigers, like lots of specific parts of a zoo. At the top it just says, vote for John at the bottom. It says, and all of this goes away.
1: Did you did you make, or is this is this something that you ripped off the internet, or
2: is this I th- something you made? I, I think that's from like Ask Jeeves, which of course is what you would use before Google.
1: At the time, did you share these
2: on social media? Social media wasn't really a thing in two thousand and seven. There was MySpace. There was MySpace. I may have posted it to MySpace, but it wasn't like social media was much less of a thing in terms of like a local sense. Like I would use a lot of social media for like talking to people in other countries. Like there wasn't, I feel very old saying that. it was like, in my day, social media you wouldn't there wouldn't be like a Glasgow scene for like MySpace. There'd be some people you know on MySpace, but it wouldn't be like random people would find your thing. So no, we didn't really do social media. Again, <laughs> the effort level was like. Let's print out, like, our maximum print budget and just, like, put these up everywhere. Because you said you printed off a lot of these. hundred plus. So h- how are you paying for that? Oh, like, with credits.
1: So, so it was... The university was paying for it? Or you- no, we
2: had to pay for it. But we already had, like... A part of it was that, for some reason, I had a lot of, like, printing credits at Classical Cali. I think it was because... Like, it was something to do with, like, binding a thesis. I put, like, way too much money in that I needed. Like, I thought I had... I think I needed, like, a colour... I thought I needed a colour print for, like, 40 pages, and I didn't. I needed, like, black and white, which just turned out that I had, like, four or five pounds in this thing, which is nothing, because it was, like, ten pence or, like, five pence to print stuff. So I was just like, let's print, let's print as many of these posters as we can with <laughs> all of my printing budgets... Um, and the uni- the university
1: itself. Did you did you like going there? Um,
2: uh, kind of. <laughs> There's an interesting story that in second year, I think, like a lot of people did. I don't think it was just in one sub- subject, but basically, like the class was doing pretty abysmally. Like a number of people had to reset stuff. And then the head the course director, Willie McKee, like came into like our project class, I think, sat us all down and was like, Boys, they're thinking about closing down the course And <laughs> <laughs> like had this serious conversation. It was like, You've gotta work harder and like people enjoyed the course to some extent. Actually a lot I really did enjoy the course. It was fun. It was fun and it was good. Like it was actually very useful in terms of like wanting to do engineering but Glasgow Kelly isn't the best university it's not great at teaching certain subjects um maths in particular they're really bad at they're also really bad at mechatronics which is a thing that not a lot nobody really knows what it is but they're not good at that a lot of people failed that course yeah like it, it was a it was a good course people enjoyed it it was kind of hard, but the projects classes were fun. So, why did you go to that university in particular? It was the closest to the bus stop.
1: You, were you travelling from home? from, yeah, from your parents' yeah, home.
2: Yeah, well, that's not that's not the entirety of the justification. Like, I went to it because I couldn't get into better universities. There, I was a real dum dum. I'm still a real dum dum. Like, especially in terms of like passing exams, and that course was like basically kind of what I wanted to do. But I had like the UCAS credits. get into it so that's most of the reason i went to it so look at a couple more
1: of uh, your posters so we're looking at this one Mm. which is in black and white um what does it say
2: top banner of course vote for john uh in the middle is an image of nikola tesla at westinghouse testing some kind of electrical thing. <laughs> Massive sparks are flying and he's just sitting below it. Nonplussed, very casual. And at the bottom is my campaign promise. Vote for John and implement campus wide electrical surges. <laughs> so I was really exploiting my engineering background at this point. Like they didn't, I was about to say they know I'm an engineer. They don't know who I am. They probably don't know anything about this. But this was uh yeah, another promise. Which I was like, I wonder if people will vote for me based on this.
1: Yeah, I, I can't. I can't say. I'd worry about anyone who would have looked at any of these and thought, "Okay, finally, someone's gonna, <laughs> someone's going to uh, bring Tesla coils into the uh, university."
2: Yeah, someone's finally promised. Campus-wide electrical surges. <laughs> I'm saying these building-only electrical surges. Arr! Like I want the whole campus down. <laughs> um, on the actual like
1: election day, mm. when um, it was announced,
2: I cast my vote for me. Did you? <laughs> of course
1: I did. Um, did you like go to the announcement?
2: I didn't go to the announcement. They had a webpage where they updated that, and I was waiting for them to tell me. What the percentage of uh, Ryan votes was, and it was like one percent was it really <laughs> it was one percent that kind of thing, <laughs> which I, I am
1: assuming was you and Me, the Simon.
2: people I yeah Simon Lapham.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about the whole campaign now? if I could do it again, would I
2: of course and i are, are you happy that you did it? I mean, yeah, sure, it seemed like i, I There's a sort of element of, like, offensive humour and random humour in it, which I'm not, like, super proud of anymore. I'm like... Like, I'm not, like, offended by it, but I'm like, come on, John. You're better than that. Hopefully. So I feel like it's not very emblematic of what I actually think is funny. But I'm happy that that's the first thing that I really did in any public thing in the sense of comedy. It's kind of like... Have you ever listened to a tape of your very first stand-up? Yes. This is kind of like that for me, where I'm like, "Sure, I'm proud that I did that to some extent. It's not that good. It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it's a it's a step, and I'm happy with that step." Uh, And what would I
1: think? You slightly alluded to it then, but what would you say to yourself if you could go back and speak to yourself now? Um, back when you were making these just just before the implementation of these posters what would you say to yourself
2: I'd probably say you know what John you can go and do stand up comedy <laughs> instead of doing this uh, I'd probably suggest to not use your own name on it invent a name why not invent a name <laughs> vote for Zorn like that seems like a better idea I would probably I would probably say oh, you know what Go out and make those posters and put them up. Are you happy that you shared this with me? Am I happy to have shared it? I guess. I guess. I'm not. I'm not ashamed of this. This seems like a silly prank, a silly humorous prank. Not gone awry. It didn't result in expo- like me being expelled or anything. It didn't get me elected, but I also wasn't looking to get elected. <laughs> So it did everything everything I wanted it to do, which was almost nothing.
1: Uh, right, John, thank you so much uh, for sharing that with me. Mm-hmm. Um, if people would like to um, hear more from you, um, mm. how can they do so?
2: Good question. Um, go to my Twitter, I guess. That's a good starting point. At Lybot, L-Y-E bot, L-Y-E bot. Or go to Um, my podcast at interesting choice. No, at HMM Choice. Can't remember my own podcast. What's our (laughs) handle? At HMM Choice. And what's your podcast about? Uh, me and my co-host Martin. We listen to like kind of bad albums or weird albums. Get a like comedian on, and then. Usually make fun of it, but not just make fun of it. Like, point out how crazy it is. So, like, we listen to awful albums like The Black Eyed Peas, which is truly the worst album. And really great albums like Neutral Milk Hotel, which is a great album, but it's really weird. Or like Captain Beefheart.
1: John, thank you so much uh, for joining me. Uh, This has been I'd Sooner Forget This. I've been Daryl Smith. If you get a chance, why not give this podcast a review on iTunes. Um, or your preferred podcast platform. Five stars, obviously, is what you need to give it as well. Uh, And go to uh, the Facebook page, I'd sooner forget this, where you'll be able to see some of the most offensive uh, posters uh, ever created. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Bye.
0: Hold up.